you hear, I mean, what could this be, you know? Um, like, it's Thursday, Thursday! Um, you know how it'd be going. <laughs> um, but, you know, we heard on Monday some Hollywood Studios attraction quotes with me, myself, and Hector. Um, obviously. Um, and then we did Universal on Tuesday. Uh, Epcot was yesterday, Wednesday. And now, I mean, what do you think? That's going to be a Magic Kingdom attraction? No, I don't think so. That's straight from Navi River Journey, baby. That's from Animal Kingdom. We're dashing on over to Animal Kingdom here in the penultimate episode of this podcast event miniseries that has truly rocked and shattered preconceptions of the theme park world. As it pertains to Disney World and Universal specifically, we are specifically in Orlando here, and we're, t- we're crushing on some Animal Kingdom right now. Um, some Some say that there's not a whole lot of quotes to pick from here. I disagree because you're about to hear some from Hector and myself. It's going to be great. You're going to hear some Animal Kingdom quotes. Um, we're going to be thinking about where the world is. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. We're just going to be mucking about. Mucking about. That's what we're going to be doing. It's, you know, we're your old buddies, Hector and Dave, at it again. <laughs> um, you know, this was this was recorded long before WandaVision, so you're not going to hear any spec about that. No spoilies. No spoilies, even if they have to do with nephews who live in Scranton, Pennsylvania. No spoilies. No spoilies. No spoilies. Um, we are going to spoil some Animal Kingdom stuff, though. So if, you, if that's what if that's your bag, get out of here now. Um, I haven't mentioned this yet, but if you want to check it out, um, my old buddy, Dave Wheelrout, you know, he started that television project back when you heard the Top 5 TV show episode with the whole gang the whole kit and caboodle, including Hector himself. Um, he's still crushing on that. I think today's was fucking Twilight, twilight fucking Twilight Zone. That's what that was today's. It was Twilight Zone. Uh, yesterday was Psych. Earlier in the week, you had Bob's Burgers and Breaking Bad. And you know what? I'm just going to say it because, you know, I'm, my money is on the idea that if you... Um, that there's nobody who is both reading Dave Wheelrout's essays... And listening to this podcast the day it drops, so I'm just gonna drop. I'm just gonna drop a spoiler. See if anyone even notices. Friday, the show, the show that's coming on Friday, Wet Hot American Summer, first day of camp. I'm just letting you know ahead of time. Little sneaky preview, sneaky previews, sneak briefs. So you know that's some inside intel. You can all go to Vegas and talk to your bookies about that. But it's okay. It's all good. Um, and of course, Hector's clothing store Dormount. You can uh, clothing and stickers, hats, I believe. Um, there's a new product dropping ASAP that I'm hoping to get my little thingies on because I love me some birds. We are the birds of a feather. You know that one. Um, so yeah, check out Dormount. Link's gonna be in the uh, podcast bio, and you know I'll I'll drop a, a Dave Wheelrout TV plug in there too. And yeah, just keep it going, folks. Happy Thursday. Almost the weekend. Keep it keep it riding, and we're going to cruise back in here on Friday with, I'm sure you can guess which theme park will come last. All right. Lots of love. Lots of love. Lots of love. Gossip <laughs> You know you love me, because I just started recording, <laughs> and I got you saying XOXO Gossip Girl. Oh, shucks. <laughs>
folks. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> oh, folks, it's Thursday. Can you believe it's already Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, ladies and gentlemen, have a nice drink on my behalf. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Thor, Thor's day, and then Friday is like Frigga's day, right? And uh, Frittata's Friday. But like for Norse mythology. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday, I think, was Odin's day, and it got like really warped over time. Mm-hmm. I don't know the others. I don't either. Days of the week named names North Gods. Norwegian. So Sunday is like the soul. It's like the day of the sun. Obviously. Mm. Um, Monday uh, is for the moon goddess. So it's like the Sunday and then the moon day. Um, and then, then it gets into Norse mythology and Tuesday is Tyre, God of War, Tyre's Day, Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, Odin, Thursday, Thor, Friday, Frigg. Oh, Frigg, not Frigga, my bad. And then Saturday is Roman because of Saturn. So, fuck if I know. Hey, everybody, welcome to Top 5 Attraction <laughs> Quotes, uh, Animal Kingdom version. This is the one I had the toughest time with. I couldn't, I barely got to 5. Yeah, I'm. Not gonna lie, I have three. <laughs> I have one that I am like I will say I can be used as a four. Like, um, I mean, I'll say right now, if this was like if we combined like say Universal and Animal Kingdom together, none of these would make the top five. I love all of Universal's quotes better than Animal Kingdom's. Yay! What was yes. that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, well, I mean, now we're talking, you know, we're just saying, like, it's so hard. Let's give the people what we came up with, you know? Yeah. Well, so I'll jump into my number five here. Um, Reaching for scraps yeah, at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're just, this one will probably be the shortest, I would think. Um, my number five um, is comes from the Festival of the Lion King. Uh, mm-hmm. When Simba says, hey, guys, am I in the lion section? Like I'm, we're re- yeah we're reaching for here. <laughs> like I don't know. I mean, most of the song, most of the stuff from Festival of the Lion King is the songs from the Lion King, and I don't think those count because they existed before the attraction. And I was like, I can't. I don't know. Like I don't really care about Pumbaa that much, but Simba going, "Hey guys, am I in the lion section?" I was like, I guess that's kind of memorable. I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like defend and I don't know. I understand your point though. Thanks. We're doing our best. We out here. We're trying people on that. Oh, we are giving you content for free. Like, I mean, Hector's not even getting paid for this. I wish I, I'm going to pay you for this. All these, Im- all these impressions <laughs> for you guys. We did it for you. Like this is like, we are way past Roe Canerco at this point. Oh, I know. I drew my own portrait of Roker and Rico. You should. I should. So that remember that thing? How we should replace the haunted mansion portraits that they have with a portrait of Roker and Rico and Allegra Gold. That is a cool idea. <laughs> Do you think Disney will say yes? Uh, I I can get them to. <laughs> I can throw them a nice dollar. 
You're gonna strong arm him? A nice dollar. I mean, a dollar. Well, speaking of a dollar, dollar, dollar bill. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> uh oh. What do you got? What's one of your three? I forgot you went. Um, <laughs> it's so memorable. My I know. number. F- uh, my number five is actually a quote that I hate. <laughs> it makes me mad. I think. <laughs> I've, ne- <coughs> I've never had that happen on the podcast before, where somebody says, "My number five is actually something I hate." <laughs> <laughs> I am so confused about this person and how they had their involvement with this ride. This is going to come from Flight of Passage, and it is that terrible, terrible guy in the pre show. <laughs> yeah. And it's him, and he goes, I don't know, whatever his name is. Dr. Stevens or something like that. It is Stevens. Yeah, and he goes, uh, and, and uh, fly. <laughs> 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 but he, I don't, right here, uh, he's like, um, okay, um, first we need to find a compatible match of your genetic material with the genetic material of one of the avatar bodies that we already have. Once we do that, you'll be able to link to that avatar and uh, fly. <laughs> he is so... I want to know if just they didn't have the gut to tell him he sucked, <laughs> or if his direction was to just be terrible. Well, there's that moment, too, where like if, you, if they need to take a little extra time before they send you to the next section... They make it seem like there's been a problem with your DNA. And the way he reacts is like, we're about to die. Like, he reacts like it's so dire. It's like, he definitely had some misdirection there, I think. I think he may have just lied at his audition or something. Because I'm so convinced that he's reading the script. Like, right in front of my eyes. <laughs> I, I feel like he's really reading the script. Maybe he's going to be in the sequels of Avatar. gonna make me want to watch him even more <laughs> it'd be kind of cool synergy yeah for canon yeah <laughs> maybe him and then we get knocked off in there too I mean I would hope so Dr. Ogden Jackie Ogden this is a perfect transition because my number four is a quote from Dr. Jackie Ogden <laughs> okay let's hear it <laughs> She says, I'm Dr. Jackie Ogden from the Pandora Conservation Initiative. You're about to experience a ceremony that's very special to the Navi. Flying on the back of an Ikron, or as we call it, a Banshee. Like, like I, my experience with that is always, like, cool. Like, I mean, I don't really know what a Banshee is any more than I know what an Ikron is, but whatever you say, Dr. Ogden... Yeah. Yeah, I'm just going to follow your lead. Sure. I trust the science. I trust you. Um, what's the what's the name of that Walmart brand? Say, uh, Great Value? Yeah, I trust you. Great Value, Sigourney. <laughs> yeah, we, we couldn't really get... Like, not only could we not get Sigourney, we couldn't even get Sam Worthington. 
And that should be an easy guess. Yeah, the man's making like oh. Jesus movies. All he's making is Avatar, I think. He was in a like a God Found My Soul kind of movie thing. Sam Worthington. Let's see. Let's see. Amen to that, brother. He was. I think it was called The Shack. Yeah, The Shack is a Christian drama. Uh oh. He's only credited for Avatar 2 and Avatar 3. Uh oh. Oh my gosh. He's not going to make it. You just ruined my day. He's not going to be in Avatar 4. (sighs) Avatar 5. I will not be able to sleep soon. Oh, actually, apparently. So, anyway, what. Apparently, Avatar 4 and 5 have not been greenlit yet. Yeah, the. I wouldn't have even greenlit the third one. (laughs) I would definitely wait until the second one was done and we saw how it was received. But it's the way of water. I don't know. (laughs) I need to know what the way of water is. I find it very interesting that they have so much faith in him to announce six movies. Well, I mean, he followed up the highest grossing movie of all time with another highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, but I mean, if they really wanted to capitalize on that, they wouldn't have gotten to work on the next ones, like, (laughs) immediately. (laughs) Not, like, 12 years later. But now they got that sleek theme park synergy. Yeah. The only thing I'm excited is that for five more movies, you best believe they're going to expand that land. Hell yeah, hopefully not into any of the areas that currently exist, unless it's the bug part. The bug? Oh, in the tree? Is it in the tree? Yeah, but it's tough to be a bug. Oh, and I guess they can't expand that. Yeah. I hate bugs. Well, let's use that transition later, because <laughs> I do have something for my red. But what I don't hate are animals. And that's why my number three isn't really, I don't have a quote. I don't have a specific quote for this, but I just have the entire closing monologue from Kilimanjaro Safaris about don't, about like trying to stop and poachers because I hate poachers so much. Like, like my number one most important issue to me in like the election, the first thing I thought about was how both of the candidates were treating animals under their policies. And it's a no-brainer, I mean, obviously. But I just love animals so much. And I just love giving that voice to the voiceless among us and having the whole ride. Because I think Disney is bad about a lot of things, but they are very good about animals and animal rights advocacy. And this is a big part of that. And I love the whole Kilimanjaro closing monologue about that. That's very sweet. I didn't. I was not expecting to be. Uh, <laughs> we got serious. You know. Yes. No, not just serious, but so. Uh, boy, impressed. What was that? Impressed. Ah, you're a, you're a real peach. That was very. It made me feel. My heart grew a little bit today. Looks like the Grinch. Correct. Speaking of the Grinch. Oh boy. Um, the Grinch uh, 
So Navi River Journey um, <laughs> is going to be my... I think you went twice. Did I? Yeah, because you did the Ogden and then you did that one. Whoopsies! I'm sorry. Uh-oh. My, uh, I guess this would be number four. Yeah. Is from the Navi River Journey. Are there and it words? is the ever so famous quote the na e wa na e wa na e wa I was gonna say I don't think I don't remember the words. <laughs> Do you remember the video with the person with the glow sticks doing that? No. They like they had blue glow sticks and they were waving them back and forth going my dream is to get on that ride and have that thing broken down so that I can see the screen behind it. Because <laughs> they have a, a video of the shaman when it's broken. I would like to see that as well. But yeah, I think that's just such an iconic line. It's like... It's like music. It's very. It's got like a. There's like a melodiousness to it. I would say. Yeah. In all seriousness, it is very catchy. I mean, it's one of those. Like I've only ridden that ride like twice, and it's still like I can hum the whole thing basically. It's like the. Uh, the intro to uh, when you when you're walking into Animal Kingdom, and the music is like. That's also very iconic to me. And so that was my number four. Yeah, what's your number three? I'll do the number three. My number three is from It's Got to Be a Bug. Which is surprisingly another one that I hate. Another, you just hate these quotes. Huh? You just hate all these quotes. Yeah. Well, Animal Kingdom is my least favorite part. Wow. Yeah. That's a... I will not go... I rarely hear that. ...out of my own volition. People often say it's the best part. If you invite me to go, I I will go. But you will never hear me be like, hey, let's go to Animal Kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) People love that place, honestly. Yeah, I know. And I mean, it's a beautiful park. It's a... But it's not not my favorite. But what is the quote that you have that you hate? Yeah, so it's from Tough to be a Bug. Again, I close my eyes once the spiders come out, but that's neither here nor there. Um, But this... Flick is introducing the bug that has like the acid spit or whatever and and he's like, Welcome him now. He's bugged, he's ready, and he and then he makes his entrance now where he puts and he breaks off the thing and he, and he's like, and he's oh and he's ruining our set. You know what we have other shows to do, right? I just find it very cute. You find it cute and you also hate it. Correct. <laughs> Because I, I love a bug life. I love that movie. The duality of man. I hate that ride. The duality of man. 
Um, yeah, I've never seen the show because I refuse. I hate bugs. I can never, ever, I can never ever go see that. And I always sit on the so when you go and you sit on the thing, you can feel where there's like certain indents for each person. I will sit on the hump because I know that if you sit in your seat, you get sprayed in the face with water. You get your fucking black back blown out at the end um and then they make it feel like bugs are crawling on your legs so i just like kind of crisscross my legs so i feel none of the effects <laughs> i i can't i don't i don't think i'd be able to do it like you like i'm not that smart <laughs> i hate it so much but <laughs> I've, I've found a way just like Life, can... uh, finds a way just like the Drake and Josh theme song. I never thought that it'd be so simple, but I found a way. I found a way. And I'm finding a way to your number... <laughs> um, two? two? Or one? Yeah, number two. Um, I think this is one. Um, it's spoken by a mutual friend of ours. Um... We have a friend. I think you're friends with him. I'm like 96% sure that you're friends with him. Um, and he works um, at the Gorilla Falls. Or no. Oh, yeah. He works on one of those trails. Um, yeah. And I, saw, I visited our, the dear friend um, once and... He gave me his little spiel that he does when people come by and ask about the animals. And he referenced the animals and said that some of the noises made um, were used as part of creating the sound of the Indominus Rex in Jurassic World. And he he turned to me and he said, he gave that that million dollar smile that I love so much. And he said, so that means these guys are movie stars. And I love that quote. Ooh, I can hear him saying it. Isn't he? It's just so sweet. Yeah, if you're listening to this, we love you. So much love in the heart. That's a, I've never done that, or I have done that trail. That, and he actually told me one time. He's like, "I saw you were there, but you didn't come say hi." I was like, "I did not know." <laughs> it's a that's great. A, that's good. He's a he's a he's a real peach, you know. Speaking of peaches. Peaches and cream. My number two is delivered by a peach himself. Um, and that's going to be Dr. Seeker over at Dinosaur. Um, actually, okay, so this one I really like. It's, it's I'm Dr. Seeker, friendly controller, and a heck of a paleontologist, if I do say so myself. Just such a great line delivery through his whole thing. I feel like I would hear you say that about yourself. <laughs> it sounds like it's got like a Hector verbiage to it, you know. The that line. Yeah, it's like it's like it's got like the same kind of vibe that I feel that you have. Your friendly controller and a heck of a brilliant. Yeah, you're right because it's he's being very. Uh, you know he. 
heck of a paleontologist. Oh, dude. You know, he, he's acknowledging his, his greatness. It's like he's acknowledging that he's also he's a little tongue in cheek as well. Yes, correct. Thank you. See, I'm so humble I can't even find a way to describe myself. I'm so humble. Remember that song? No. From Popstar, Never Stop, Never Stopping? Never watched it. He says, number one at the top of the humble list. My apple crumble is by far the crumble list. I would expect nothing less than lonely <laughs> Straight, I love them. Straight bars. <laughs> Um, Speaking of number one, yeah, my number one is actually also from Dinosaur, uh, because it's probably like it's like the go-to for these kind of Animal Kingdom quotes. Um, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. I don't know if we were recording when I said it, um, but I drove once to the Dinosaur Ride Audio, and I was terrified that I was going to crash the car because he was going right, left, left, <laughs> right. And I was like, oh my god, I'm going to die. Um, but my number one is not that quote. It is. Um, when you're first, when you first go back in time, um, in your, I want to say, time rover, maybe, mm-hmm. and um, you get a warning from the meteorologist. She says, "Warning: meteor shower in range." And he goes, "Just a little one." <laughs> and then, like things, like within thirty seconds, everything goes to shit, basically. Well, since we're here, my two and one were actually from Dinosaur. Holy shit. And my number one is right like right after his Dr. Speaker. And that's when he goes, Lunch photography? I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good. <laughs> Again, it's just something about that delivery. He's got good delivery. Um, Adorable. It blew my mind, because... Um, I would say it's probably actually a year ago now I started watching the Larry Sanders show um mm-hmm. and they the right the head writer of the Larry Sanders show like in the universe of the show the head writer was played by Wallace Langham the guy who plays Dr. Seeker and I was like oh my god I cannot take this I won't be able to take him seriously <laughs> all I could see was Dr. Seeker Dr. Seeker he would he's what I imagine that man is is a how would I say? Um, he would be a war criminal. Oh my god, that's not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> he literally wants to bring a dinosaur back against, you know, the instructions of these are like assumably government officials. They do not come off as like your average museum new people. Let's be honest. Well, yeah, they're not... All, when he says he's going to bring a dinosaur back, and then they're like, come on, don't bring a dinosaur back. And he's like, okay, I won't. They're, and they're, they, yeah. they, they, like, they're way too lax about it, because <laughs> it's like the threat of yeah. that alone should probably get him fired. Correct. Which is why I'm saying I, he seems like he would be a war criminal. Well, war criminal or not, that's the Animal Kingdom, folks. Uh, I think we nailed it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, we had no problems whatsoever with the last two <laughs> episodes. 